Stem cell science is changing medicine and our understanding of human development. Learn more with the Stem Cell Channel. Visit uctv.tv slash stem cell. Our next guest is a lady who's been through a lot of challenges but has never lost her sense of determination, her sense of style, or her sense of humor. Uh, we're delighted to welcome Kristen McDonald. Hello, Kristen. Hello, Kevin. So nice to be here. And hello, everyone. Thank you for having me today. Talk to us a little bit about your history, because when did you first start noticing that you were losing your eyesight or that your eyesight wasn't as good as it used to be? I started noticing sometime in my uh, mid-20s. I actually discovered that my retina started to change at age 21, but it was nothing that I paid attention to. My day vision was still very, very good. And, but my night vision was starting to fail me. But I had this big dream of coming out west to work in Hollywood. So I, I guess the subconscious causes you to go into a bit of denial. I didn't find out till about age 30. I got clinically diagnosed at that time that I had retinitis pigmentosa. What did they tell you at the time? Well, it was rather devastating as part of my story because I think at anyone at age 30, you know, I think of these kids now with COVID-19 and they've had this great dream and all of a sudden man plans and God laughs and you realize that your dreams may not come to pass the way you thought they were going to. I had been working in television. My goal was to be an actress and a talk show host. And I had just moved out west and I I suffered a broken arm for the second time at a cast party, at an NBC cast party, no pun intended. I ended up finding out that I didn't need glasses but that I either had a brain tumor or was going to go blind from a condition called retinitis pigmentosa. And so what happened next? I know that you had to wait many years before a therapy came along. When did you hear about what uh, Dr. Klassen and JSite were doing? Well, it was a long time coming. I, I, I credit the doctor that I, I finally got into the hands of at Jules Stein, uh, who told me that there would be things in the pipeline and that I could lead a full life. And that, to me, was so encouraging because I had had some bad experiences when I initially found out that I had the condition, some very devastating experiences from, from doctors who didn't have enough compassion. So it's, it's very uh, dramatic how words can change your life. But I waited 33 years, and I was in one clinical trial 10 years ago, and Unfortunately, it didn't give me any success, but it was with the same group of very, very fine doctors, and I trusted by their background and whatnot, that someday they'd have something for me. And that's how I found out about the treatment with Dr. Glossen. I had been reading about him and had a lot of faith in it. So describe what that treatment was like. The stem cell treatments? Yes. Very the, exciting. The one with Dr. Glossen. Yes. Well, it's very exciting because for years, I think all of us, you know, even 10, 20 years ago, had heard about this miraculous thing called stem cell that was coming down the pike. And it really made me feel so encouraged that something, you know, not too invasive and, and hopefully something healthy from, from you know, another person's uh, cells could, could really improve my sight. So I got very, very excited when I heard about the trial coming, and I was very fortunate to be the first person in the trial. How did that feel? I mean, going in, knowing that no one really had ever tested this before this, you were the first person to ever test this. Well, firstly, it was very exciting because I had been waiting 10 years since the other trial that I'd been in. And and let me make a point here, and that is, when you do decide to be a trial participant, you know, part of me thinks it's better to be in the solution rather than the problem. So it gives me purpose and it gives me hope. 
but it also is very, very nerve wracking in a sense, because uh, especially being the first patient, I was the first patient, not only in North, in North America and many parts of the world. So I had to sign my life away, you know, with 30 pages they give you to sign uh, explaining that, you know, you could have an immune problem. You could, it could, you know, cause a tumor. There was just these, all the disclaimers that you have to sign. But I was pretty confident after reading about Dr. Clausen's work that that wouldn't happen. And, and so I felt very grateful and purposeful when my friend, Tom Sullivan, who's an actor and, and author called me that night. And he said, my friend, you're now a pathfinder you know, for doctors and other patients. And that made me feel so good that I was doing some good in the world, that I could make some good out of this. I know the procedure itself was quite simple. It's an injection into the back of the eye. What kind of changes did you notice and when did you, how quickly did you notice them? Well, now mind you, it is simple, but I will tell you that in the beginning trial, they put you through about six hours of rigorous testing before you have the injection. So uh, it, it is definitely simple compared to many other procedures, but there's a lot that goes on for the patient to endure too. A lot of, um, you know, uh, some stress and some uh, excitement all rolled into one. But for once I was very happy. I couldn't see the needle going into my eye. <laughs> what, what happened afterwards? What, did you notice any changes? When did you notice them? I noticed something about two and a half hours uh, into the two and a half months, excuse me, two and a half months into the treatment, I walked into my bathroom and I noticed that, you know, I have those bright makeup lights and I, I still with my vision, you know, just to explain to the audience that I, I still had sight. I never went into the dark, the complete darkness, but RP is kind of like a donut and looking at a beautiful painting and it slowly fades and fades and fades. So I still have vision and had vision, but it was fading. And I noticed how much brighter the world was, that in my bathroom, those lights were just so bright. And that when I went outside, I suddenly needed sunglasses. And then I could see the mascara wand, you know, on the right side. It's very helpful to a woman. <laughs> Putting on the <laughs> how, makeup. How is your vision today? Did it, has it continued to improve? I got a burst of light that maintained itself now for five years, which is pretty incredible because I only had a half a million cells in my left eye. And as you said in some of the questions you sent me, the first study is really for safety. And so even though it was just for safety, I always, I'm a big believer in boosting your immunity and your, your thoughts. And I read a lot of positive thinking books and I've read a lot of Norman Cousins books on how laughter can boost the immunity. So I kept thinking that even though if it was just for safety, I could get, I'm going to have something. This is going to do something for me. And it has, anything was a gift. It stabilized me for five years. I have a bright light. I call it the light at the end of the tunnel in my left eye. And in my right eye, I have maintained my vision. And I, I do have more acuity in that eye too, in little tiny islands. So it's a beginning. And now they're going to give me a larger dose in the next study because that's what they found is working with other people. So that's so exciting. How do you feel about that? It must be really, well, nerve wracking maybe, but also exciting, as you said. I'm so excited. I cannot tell you. I've waited so many years now, and I have made a wonderful friendship with one of the other gals in the study, two people actually, but one of them who had a significant improvement, whom you know, Rosie Barrera. And, uh, and she is a fantastic friend. And just to see that she got such a boost with her eyesight, you know, now that she can see me on her FaceTime, on her iPad and on the cell phone, 
uh, out of the corner of her eye, you know, she, she had a significant improvement. And then just to see some of the other patients in the trial who can now read more letters on the eye chart, it's very, very encouraging. So they, they played with the doses and that taught me a lot about FDA studies and, and uh, you know, how long they take to really get the test results. You really are a pathfinder. I mean, I know you've grown into the role and you've become a great champion uh, for stem cell research in general. You take this very seriously, don't you? I do. Absolutely. It's a big part of my life now. And I'm blessed to be involved with all these conferences and meet people like yourself, Americans for Cures. I mean, they've done so much. They've added so much to my life. I, I'm, I feel very, very blessed. And to be in California, all over the states now where they're, they're not doing clinical trials like this with stem cell. We are so lucky to be here, to have all these wonderful doctors and scientists because of CIRM come from all over the world to work here. Well, don't give up on your dream of becoming an actress and a talk show host. I think there's still a lot of years left in you. So thank you, Kristen, for joining us. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, everyone else. So nice to be here today.